the whole world is moving towards technology now look at the yellow black taxis they are on to ola and uber so uh, look at the uh, restaurant delivery guy it's on to swiggy so when everything is moving on an application when everything is going digital Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Prodigy Talks. Uh, with me, I have a fabulous young man, uh, Dilip Mehta, the founder of uh, Paper and Parcels, but the recipient of the Prodigy uh, Awards or the Global Child Prodigy 2020. Welcome on the show, Tilak. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Uh, Tilak, I, you know, before we went live, you know, I, I was just having a very uh, cordial chat with you in terms of getting ready. I see a lot of poise in you, right? And I see a lot of these with all the prodigies that I've been talking to. Uh, but then it, I, I, you know, I'm fairly young myself in comparison to what people of my age do, but you're much, much younger. So I should start off with a simple question. How old are you? So I turned 15 uh, this May and I'm starting uh, in standard. You're stand, starting in standard? 10. 10. Hey, so uh, which school are you studying in? Studying in Garodia International. That's a school in uh, Mumbai. It's in Mumbai. Okay, good. So you studied standard 10 and you started your business at which age? The age of 13. So it's about two years that you've been balancing your work and, you know, study life and, you know, working, work and personal life itself is a bit of a struggle for a lot of people, but you do your work, you study and your personal life, right? That's right. That's right. You want to tell me something about that? Oh, Sure, why not? So, like, uh, I'm usually asked this question about, you know, how are you able to manage your uh, studies, then uh, your sports as and your business all together. So, the only thing, you know, I always tell them is the key to all of this is nothing but prioritization. So, what I do is I set a timetable for myself, you know, it comprises of an equal balance of all the three sports, business and my education so that I don't, so that I don't have to compromise on any of those. The only thing. You know, it's good. It's good. I'm listening. I'm listening. Yeah. So, so like, uh, again, if you want to balance all the three, I have sometimes have had to compromise on my sleep, but you know, that's okay. And, uh, and sometimes when I have my exams, I need to uh, shift the focus more towards academics. But when I have my vacations or holidays, I, uh, in short, to, to put most of my, uh, like to invest most of my effort and time into business. So that's how I try and manage everything together. See, the, the beautiful thing you, you said prioritization, even when I spoke to you earlier, I asked the, look, you must be getting a lot of, uh, you know, requests to stay uh, on, on talk shows and all of that. Right. And you do prioritize and prioritize is one of the most important things. Uh, I'm, I'm treating you like an adult right now. I know I'm just going straight into questions rather than um, prioritization, you know, involves you understanding, uh, you know, where you want to go, where you want to be, right? And only then you understand which is more important for you to get there and all of that. Uh, you know, the beautiful thing about me running many institutions is I heard you say you education, sports and business. You broke education and sports like two different components. Yes. Why? So, so like basically for me, uh, education, sports and business, like I differentiate into uh, three because 
when i talk about education uh, it's more of the you know the studies and uh, the studies part and you know i differentiate sport because i equally believe that sports and education both have equal importance to me and uh, sports is more or less like a stress buster for me and it has always been and i have uh, since my childhood i've always been really really inclined towards sports lovely uh, you know root of need not to ask uh, you know you live with your family of course i mean you're 15 and you're going through school then and uh, how big a role does your family play in all of this and tell us a little about your family uh, are you the only son uh, that's not something you read about in the newspapers a lot so that's tell us a little about that so uh, i'm fortunate to have a twin sister and twin sister yes yeah it's lovely <laughs> so as na- her name is tanvi and uh, so you know it's always good to have her by my side competition doesn't end in school it carries on even at home it's it's just amazing yeah. to have her by my side all the time and apart from that uh, i would really want to say that my parents uh, and my sister have played a really big role uh, in what i am today it would have never been possible if they they had been reluctant uh, you know so like if they had been reluctant that you you should not do it uh, at such a young age like most of the other parents do if that would have been the case i don't think i would have ever been here and you know that support getting that support from parents is only for the lucky ones and i believe i was one of them and my sister has nice always nice of you to say that yeah nice of you to say that and my sister uh, you know uh, i would say she has one of the biggest roles because after all she always um, keeps me grounded no matter uh, be it like she uh, she tells me if you're uh, no, i don't care if you're a forbes panelist tedx speaker or whatever in the end you are the only one who has to get a, a, a glass of water for me for the kitchen so she has just been amazing supportive and the best part uh, certain siblings do get jealous so when they see their uh, brothers or sisters you know getting into fame but She's always like, I'm proud that you're my brother. Lovely. No, I like how your parents name both of you with T's. You know, the Larkin family. Has has anybody ever referred to you as T two? So we have been uh, usually referred as T T. Aha. Okay. <laughs> so one of my companies is called K three, right? It's so I say K to the power of three, and in fact, three. we're seated in that office right now. uh it, which stands for my father's name which is also with k mr kandasami my son's name which is also with k kalingan and my name kavin so i can't call myself kkk it will be very bad <laughs> considering in america it is called kuntuat clan so we call ourselves k to the power of 3 k3 written but k to the power of 3 so i asked you know maybe this t2 and then you had the terminators and all those movies with the t2s and all that very well so beautiful support from family uh you know lovely you know sister who stands by you at all time like a tag team um is it okay for me to ask what does your father do and uh, of yeah so my father is basically into the business of logistics he does freight forwarding okay. and he's also into shipping he is the ceo of the company named uh, rushab sealing private limited lovely and uh, your mom my mom is a homemaker love you know it's it's beautiful for people to say homemaker rather than a housewife and i'm i'm glad you're mature enough to say that so very well so is there anybody else in your family that is a part of all that you do and influences your day to day life is there anybody else so uh, again i'd say i'm really really fortunate that my grand my grandparents also live with me and uh, you know that that uh, the 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 soft hedge the soft hedge your grandmother always has for you 
you know, always being very, very, very concerned about what you're doing. And then comes the grandfather who is always, uh, so my grandfather, uh, he, he's very skeptical when he takes risk. He analyzes it pretty, pretty well. So anything I do, I usually tend to share it with him to get his inputs because he, he reads really, really, he reads so much, you know, he knows more or less what, uh, about everything that's going on. So getting inputs from him constantly is also great. Beautiful. Um, so your dad is the MD of a logistics company, um, you know, but I was reading up all the papers and everything everywhere. So you are a second generation entrepreneur or your grandfather was also an entrepreneur. What is the story there? So basically my, uh, so let, let me start from my great grandfather then. So, Please do. Uh, you know, but when I'm talking to you about this, uh, this has been my greatest inspiration so far, my family, because my great grandfather started uh, by selling Excite batteries uh, on in Mumbai. Uh, later, my grandfather, uh, like you know, took the whole business into uh, the you know sh uh, transportation, and then it is my father who uh, expanded more into shipping, and so yeah, so that's how uh, the journey of my family has been, and you know. Looking at this, it always motivates me to do something innovative and something more to continue this legacy and make the family proud. Beautiful. So because I am a second generation entrepreneur, right? My, my father started from uh, almost uh, nothing uh, and then, you know, built it from, he came from an agricultural family, went into retail. So I, I, I understand it is sometimes easier to start without anybody else uh, being, you know, compared with you. But then sometimes it is so much easier to start with somebody else having that in the family blood. But sometimes it's so difficult. If you have people comparing you to your great grandfather, your grandfather, your father. So it, the, does that even come up in your mind? My father did this and I want to do, you know, you've already said it, but is, is there something like, hey, my father's here. Not that I want to compete with him, but he set the right benchmark for me and he's still setting the benchmark for you, right? And you continue to keep moving past the benchmark. Does that even come up in your mind? Right. So uh, that's a very good question. And let me be very, very frank with you. So yes, uh, again, as you rightly said that there's no competition in family. It's all about growing together. And, you know, my father has really been my greatest inspiration for me so far. The, you know, his, his risk-taking abilities, his human management abilities, the quick decision-making, everything. So I aspire to be just the, just the kind of person he is. So right now, the benchmark he's going to set for me, of course, I don't, uh, you know, see myself just restricting myself over there. I want to take it much higher than what he has left for me. And uh, I think I'll really able to do, I'll be able to do that really well. Well, I, I like how you, you were able able to analyze, you know, uh, what, what your dad does and I was saying risk-taking and human management. And those are the traits of a good uh, leader. And I see a great family man in you and I'm, I'm sure. So is this family around you right now as we're talking? Are they around you watching this? Uh, I think they must be watching this from their mobiles maybe because okay. <laughs> I get quite nervous when they're around. <laughs> hey, uh, trust me, it happens to the best of us when family is around. Um, so hi to the parents. Uh, thanks for letting him uh, do this. And I'm, you know, it's lovely talking to him. So look, um, I also read somewhere that your uncle is a part of the business in some form or fashion. Correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, that's right. So, uh, so when, yes, so when I got the idea of papers and parcels, uh, what I did was I 
my as my uncle was uh, working in a financial background so i walked up to him and you know i wanted to ask him does does this business idea make any sense financially so uh, and so like he so when i used to discuss this with him i used to constantly go and ask for his inputs and uh, try asking you know how can how can uh, we otherwise redefine the business model and uh, you know doing this for quite a, for a few months we got so serious that it led led him to leave his banking job and uh, and you know develop as and like you know join papers and parcels as the ceo lovely no well that is also a great amount of faith you have in family i mean uh, because sometimes that is a very tricky situation to be in and i'm i'm glad your uncle was able to you know be there in that capacity also for you so let's come down to your you know your business for those people who do not know what this is all about um uh, how would you explain your business to them okay so uh let me break it down this way so the name of the company that i have established uh, in 2018 it is called papers and parcels so papers and parcels was launched with a vision of digitalizing the end to end logistics sector of the country and uh, providing same day delivery services within the city of mumbai at a reasonable price so we started the company on 18th of july 2018 after tying up with the uh, the mumbai ka dabawalas to do our deliveries in mumbai and uh, in no time we got a great response from mumbai cars and uh, as time passed we had renowned companies like metropolis hindustan times samsara group etc on board with us so our success brought us into limelight of a multinational company which ended up which which ended up acquiring paper and parcels on the 23rd of february 2020 congratulations you are acquired already yes, yeah thank you <laughs> so this is good so you started your company in 2018 and you got on with one of the most successful logistics organizations in the world which is um, the dabbawalas i mean uh, they have a naturally high efficiency rate uh you know there have been six sigma studies on them and there have been so many studies on them so you got to a point where right you got them on board how difficult was it to get them on board the dabbawalas the, the did they did they say is like hey there's a kid coming and talking to us you know did they see it that way how did you even get them together because i know they work as an organization but i don't think all of them are working with you no that's right so uh, of course that's one challenge of every kid uh, you know as you rightly said a kid walking up to you so Uh, that age acts as a barrier for you once, and the next time you see your age is what is uh, getting you all over the media and the fame that you've got. So, yeah. Uh, so like when I first, uh, so I got the idea of uh, doing this with the Dabbawalas because uh, you know all of us know that the Mumbai ka Dabbawalas know every street and corner of Mumbai. So I thought you know why not tie up with them and uh, it's going to be a win-win for both, an extra income, a source of extra income for them. and of course a win win for our company so what i did was i uh, so i started talking to the dabbawalas uh, that used to come to my society to give back the dabbas and uh, at the nearby railway station so i used to walk up to them i used to try and constantly ask them uh, uncle kya aapko agar aisi opportunity di to kya aap hamare sath judna chahoge and mm. uh, they were not the right person who i was talking to of course so uh, they That's so it was yeah uh, right so when i used to uh, go to them they would be like pete abhi bore mat karo hamare paas bahut kaam hai ye sab dabba late ho jayega aapki is baat se sunne mein so 
what i did next was i tried looking up for uh, who was the right person to talk to about this so i found mr subhash taleka uh, who was the president of mumbai dawala association so what i did was i called him up and uh, i asked him whether you know i could have a meeting with him to explain uh, the business idea that i had in uh, that i wanted to do it with them so I i'm pretty sure he did not know i was a 15 year uh, like 13 year old then when i talked to him over phone so we had so like he agreed to have a meeting under the lower parel bridge i very well remember at the lassi shop so when i went there sorry yeah so yes yeah, so like when i went there i sat with them uh and i shared my business idea with him and he heard that very very patiently and i was you know quite kind of excited and thought that this was, this is going to be the breakthrough but uh he ended up saying beta jab tum bade ho jao tab hum business ki baat karenge abhi tum padhai pe dhyan de do and they left so uh so like i stopped him right there and i was like theek hai koi koi baat nahi if we don't do a business together can i just travel with you in the mumbai local trains for a few days because uh i was ultimately prepared that i'm going to get them on board no matter how and this opportunity would let me know how uh incorporating my technology with their logistics would be a perfect combination for my business so i traveled with them for 15 days in mumbai local trains in the peak hours so uh even even mr subhash taleka did not expect that uh, i would last 15 days and when he saw my dedication towards uh you know at least starting from being with them uh he gave uh, he gave a call to my father and was like uh, i really see that dedication and enthusiasm that fire in your child and uh, the best part let me tell you uh, on the last day they gave me like a farewell at my favorite vada pav station i discovered quite a lot <laughs> with them so uh, so i thought that this is a stupid question but uh, no harm in asking them again so i asked them dada kya aap hamare sath judna chahoge and his reply was just unexpected and he was like yes so so that was the breakthrough point and and it was just amazing that feeling is just inexpressible no it, it's it's phenomenal see we uh, when we young so i can i put it this way uh, the grit in an entrepreneur defines uh, how long he would last in the game how long he or she would last in the game and the grit that you show at 13 uh, to you know go on to one of the most strenuous jobs people don't understand how strenuous the job of a dabba wala is right and you go on with them last in the mumbai trains and you know then impress them is phenomenal hats off to you for that so is mr subhash uh, you know is is he very much in touch with you right now uh, oh mr. yes subhash mr Talekar. subhash talekar and i you know constantly are in touch we uh, catch up uh, like at regular intervals so yes so you you spoke about using your technology so what sort of a background i mean if you were any older i would have asked you saying that you really learn this or that so what sort of a background do you have uh, do you have like do you have skill sets in uh, technology i would say coding and all of that but what sort of skill sets do you have so uh, like did you i have, i have whatever yeah so so, uh, so i have always been very fascinated with technology just like any other kid of the 21st century but uh, you know i have ne- i i have uh, not been so much into coding and programming but after all i'm a gujarati and all i know is to study and be aware very very well so uh, that so what i understood was the whole world is moving towards technology now look at the yellow black taxis they are on to ola and uber so uh, look at the uh, restaurant delivery guy it's on to swiggy so when everything is moving on an application when everything is going digital why not digitalize this sector too so 
you know my uh, so i have always wanted this to uh, be like a 21st century venture uh, you know digital and modern so that is uh, that is why i thought of incorporating technology uh, into this business of mine if i now understand then see i am not from a tech background uh, but i have the good fortune of working uh, with a lot of tech and um, you know from education where we run seven institutions uh, and then in our asset management in our retail and now uh, with you know the new companies that we're launching which is going live so i'm not saying much about it uh, just to make sure that uh, <laughs> we go live with the bang i think the most important thing is to understand your idea first and then see if you can get the first few believers so who were the first few believers of course mr uh, subesh telekar was also you know a believer after 15 days but you need to have that first few believers right who was that first believer your parents but after that who i'm sure it's your parents but after yes. that who so uh, if i want to actually put it into an order it would be uh, my parents uh, then it would be uh, the ceo of a company mr ganesham pare uh then the team that we have formed yes which is which who happens to be my uncle uh and then as you rightly said uh, mr subhash talekar and uh, 300 other dabbawalas with mr subhash talekar and uh, moving on so after that we needed a grand launch so we had a press conference uh with which we launched the company on 18th of july and after that i would say uh, you know the mumbai cars the uh, the crowd so like all the mumbai cars were my believers after the launch and you know that so uh, so like uh, yes after the mumbai cars if we move on to then it would be the uh, the renowned companies that i mentioned before starting with metropolis they were the first one to get on board with us uh, then samsara group and hindustan times came later on so but i would give uh, most of my credit like of course to each and every one of them but uh, Of, and especially to you know the mumbai cars who trusted uh, a 13 year old and gave such a great response and supported me throughout no beautiful that you spoke about your customers as the believers also um, so mumbai cars were your target group and uh, they they are your customers too and i was looking up your google reviews you've uh, been at 4.6 out of 5 generally you know and everywhere you've been acing very good reviews right uh, something that i've been meaning to ask you is uh, what was i mean there is a problem that you were trying to solve okay and i've never spoken about this in this interview but i i was under the impression that a lot of people would know but i'm going to ask you what was that problem that really got you inspired to come up with a solution there's a pain point right right of course of course so well it all started with a necessity as uh, as as said necessity is the mother of invention right so uh, yeah. i had forgotten my books at my uncle's place at borevili and when i came back to ghatkopar which is a place where i reside uh, i realized that i had forgotten my books there while my test was coming up and maths has always been a nightmare for i believe all the students so uh, i asked my father if he could send one of his piano driver to get my books collected from there but he said he couldn't promise because uh, he like you know that day there was no piano driver available so the last option that i had was to appoint a courier company that could get my books on the same day from borevili to ghatkopar so when i searched for this for same day delivery options i found very very few and all of them charged about 250 to 300 rupees for a for a, a, a delivery of a book from borevili to ghatkopar which was not a reasonable price at all so i thought how can everybody afford such an expensive service 
especially because this one is an uh, this one is a necessity so this thought led me to invent this company today and uh, invent a service that was never there before papers and parcels lovely so that is what gave you the inspiration to really do it so it was a personal problem that became uh, which you understood was a common problem for a lot of people and then right. you got the entire set of believers and what see so when we when we start a company normally uh, it it is like you said necessity is the mother of all inventions and we live in the most uh, innovative times right now because we're all limited uh, in many ways because of covid itself a lot of things have changed and in fact the company that we're coming up with which is called my my right is again born out of necessity but it's born to last outlast the necessity and become a desire to so paper and parcels right when you started it did you ever think it was going to go so big so well uh, you know when i started papers and parcels of course you don't uh, you always aim for uh, being the biggest so uh, yes that has always been my vision and uh, you know before before we invested our efforts time and money into this uh, we quite well analyzed the market and uh, because you just can't uh, put in all these three important factors time money and effort uh, into just uh, randomly anything so only after we saw the great potential in the market and the uniqueness in our business and most of all we believed that a business model would work so you know when that happened uh, we could see ourselves uh, going big uh, and you know reaching great heights very well so you saw the momentum as it picked up but you also had a strong belief in the solution you were offering to the problem uh, in, in simple terms now is it okay for me to talk uh, there must have been a need for some financial support uh, before all these companies came into play where did the bootstrapping come from where did the money come from so when i whenever i tell someone that uh, the initial so my, the initial investment uh, came from our parent company uh, uh, rushab shilling private limited so when i'm usually you know when i usually say this uh, some people have this mindset of kya papa se investment mila ho to usme kaun si badi baat hai but let me tell them that you know instead if someone takes an inve- investment from an investor uh, it would you know that's that's actually easier because you have to meet the investor at every month or uh, in a few months to you know uh, answer the question how the money was used whereas you have to face your father each and every day and when and when this uh, money so like uh, when we took the investment from my father it wasn't as easy as uh, usually people think it was because uh, when it comes to business there is uh, so when it comes to business it is it is business only if he sees potential is he going to invest otherwise he is not so i was called uh, on a sunday i remember i missed my uh, best friend's birthday for that so i had gone to uh, my father's office with uh, seven other people in the boardroom where i had to present my idea and uh, you know actually tell them why it was worth investing in this company and uh, that actually gave so that was quite terrifying but of course it did pay off very well beautiful i mean uh, i'm sure the boardroom had people that was not part of the family and people that who never really believed me thing so can i ask you this uh, have other kids come to you and said hey tilak i i have an idea i want to talk to you about this you know i'm sure a lot of people would have think would have thought that you might be a good bandwagon to jump on as well um what what kind of ideas have come your way i mean uh, and how have you responded to that 
So basically, you know, I've got uh, like many, many, many people, uh, you know, constantly approaching me on different uh, social media, uh, via different social media who, who want to talk to me about the idea that they have and some want to work with me. But uh, I try to make it a point to, you know, interact and give at least give my inputs as far as I can to uh, benefit them in every way. So I've got various ideas like uh, one of them talked to me about uh, you know, having bikes. So uh, now there's this company usually that, so it is recently launched, it's called My Bike. So someone had a business plan uh, quite similar to that. So the business plan was like, you know, uh, having these uh, sector, so like these pit stop for bikes where the bikes would be parked, people could uh, rent a bike over the application and then, uh, and then like, so like basically uh, rent it on by, by the application and then as they, yeah, so as they, uh, moved uh, like reach their desired location, they could park it at the other pit stop nearby. Right. So, such ideas have come, and I, I would say that this this idea was really really innovative. And uh, and of course, I gave as much as input as I could, and uh, you know, a few learnings that I had after this business venture, so that you know, uh, it's it's so like certain things that I believe was important to share with them. Uh, I did, and I hope that it would have benefited them in every possible way. Beautiful. Um, see, for all those people, I'm just going to take those two things that you answered, you know, for all those people who think, um, you know, parents have invested, parents, companies have invested, and then, you know, uh, who come to you in the hopes of that you would, you know, be a part of it in some way. Taking a decision like this is like getting into either a short term, I don't know if I can put this, it's, it's a relationship that needs to be built. And somewhere business needs to be very firm about business and relationship can go sour because of business, right? Um, right? Um, so now you're acquired, right? And if you were not acquired, you know, how would have this pandemic season affected you? Well, oh, I'm, uh, so I'm glad, so I wouldn't say glad, but you know, uh, we are fortunate to be acquired right before the pandemic <laughs> happened. Yeah. So I think I've been lucky. <laughs> all the way but uh, but i'm pretty sure if uh, we were still operating during this pandemic uh, of course we would have had a big hit because uh, yeah. so like uh, again like most of the other companies have had uh, so i'm pretty sure we would have had to incur uh, a lot of more losses sure. go through a lot of more challenges try to you know try to get back into work uh, get that market back because uh, I, I see after this pandemic, uh, uh, the market that we were aiming for uh, would have also fallen because everything is now over emails and, uh, you know, text messages Indeed. and the documents are just uh, like the documents are shared on, uh, over various platforms. So our business would have uh, may, may have fallen there too. And I believe it would have been a very, very big challenge for us. And, but it would have been interesting for sure. Um, absolutely. Like uh, it is. See, um out of the many different verticals we run, uh, some of our verticals have taken a hit, have taken a very, uh, very, very detrimental hit. But then we've seen opportunity in other places. And I'm sure somebody like you would have seen the other opportunity and then gone after it. Uh, but it's challenges are good things to have because you would have innovated also through those times. And when the challenges don't come, you, you seldom do innovate, right? So your, your company is acquired now. And I think that is a safe place for the company to be in. And I'm sure you would not be able to divulge uh, further information as we spoke. Uh, yeah. So are you still involved uh, in any way? Do you support, uh, you know, or you just, you just, you know, the acquisition is done and you have your eyes on something else now. 
Okay, so uh, basically now the acquisition is done and now what I'm aiming for uh, is, you know, passing out of flying colors after, uh, after my 10th finishes first and uh, simultaneously I'm looking at various other opportunities that could come our way and something that is actually uh, a right, a right potential uh, that I could, that I could, you know, tap on and uh, something that I could al al always get into because I strongly believe the human brain never stops working and it, it never, never will. So, uh, yeah. of course, I, I uh, like, you know, in the near future, I wish to come up with something new, something, e something uh, more innovative than papers and parcels and that could, you know, uh, that could ha help create a change for everyone. No, you, you, you are a very aspiring young man and you seem very stern in your belief and you seem very grounded uh, in reality. So I'm, I'm confident uh, whatever you set your eyes to next uh, will be as inspiring and if not more inspiring. Uh, Tilak, let me just ask you this again, right? We've spoke, spoken about your education, we've spoken about your parents, we've spoken about your business, right? Uh, I, and a little about the future, but we'll be going a little further into that. Um, is education playing any role in what you do right now? Does it even make sense to do? You're talking about 10 standard with flying colors and coming from a man who runs seven institutions. I understand. Uh, there are the education system has its own difficulties and challenges, but does it play a role or constructive role in, you know, your life? So, uh, I'll tell you. Uh, so, like, you know, basically some people have also asked me, why don't you just drop out? You already have a business. You can keep doing this. But what I say to them is, I'm no Steve Jobs. If I drop out, I'll have to work at McDonald's. But I, I strongly believe that, you know, education has played a very, very important role and it always will as... Uh, as we are seeing the, the, these times, education is one of the key factors for success. And uh, like what I believe is, uh, so like when, when we talk about my business venture of papers and parcels itself, so I have uh, sub, uh, certain subjects like economics and accounts that I've taken, uh, that I've chosen for. And uh, you know, economics, that is that I have always loved this subject. And because this, this talks about uh, what's, what's really happening. It is a very practical subject and that subject quite a, uh, quite a lot of time helps you uh, in you know, decision making too. And we also have a subject of business studies. So that is really, really beneficial for uh, what I actually want to do in my future. And, uh, but, but I strongly believe that uh, if you, so education is the most powerful weapon in the world. That's all Absolutely right. is. Absolutely. Do you know, I was 21-ish when I got into education actively, and that's one of the most uh, uh, highly prejudiced, if I can use the word, it's not even a word, uh, um, you know, service, because people always think you're good as how old you are. The older you are, the better you are, is what people think. And uh, that time it was one institution. Uh, God bless now. I came back, I went back to my studies, and then I came back, uh, and now we're seven institutions. So education, the reason I did that was because it is the most powerful catalyst to anything. Uh, you have it, you know how to use it, but this is what my problem always has been with education. A lot of people study without knowing why they're studying something or learning something. I always use the word learning, uh, but you have a taste of reality. And so you know what you want to learn, right? Is there anything that you're going to tell those people out there who just say, I finished 12th with these subjects and then I'm going to do my master's or undergraduation in completely different subjects, but I end up working somewhere completely differently. Uh, is there anything you can tell those people, you know, because I believe uh, 
they're not utilizing right. the opportunity of you know learning given to them so uh, education is for a fixed number of years so what i believe is if you have your goal set right then uh, do not actually you know uh, start start with actually uh, choose those subjects or choose that degree or the course that you're opting for which is going to help you for your ultimate goal that is your future so uh instead of you know trying to trying to master everything concentrate on one simple thing that is what i believe because uh yeah you know it's like uh, jack of all master of none so indeed yeah so yeah so that's what that's all i have to say and you know uh as you rightly said that you know actually knowing why you're learning a certain thing not just for the marks is what's important because it's it's not it's not the ones that you get 97 or 99% who end up being on the uh on like you know on the forbes list or uh, or you know any any particular renowned uh, list for that matter but it's the one who actually believe uh, in their dream and you know are knowing uh, or the other ones who actually know what they are doing so that's all Indeed. i have to say so this this i mean uh, you're a, you're a young man uh, you're a young lad and uh, me saying this means that i have great respect for what you're doing identifying yourself and clearing out your identity is the first step to you know being whatever you want and that is uh, india lives in an identity crisis we all live in an identity crisis and you seem to have found your identity and this is exactly what i said at the global child prodigy awards as well i i spoke there for a fair you know small bit that you people are leaving very strong footprints in our time which means you know your identity and that's why they are footprints you know so let me this uh, which syllabus do you study in i'm studying in igcse board right now igcse right so you you are expected to choose by the ninth grade as to which streams and disciplines that you want to take yes so uh, yes. by ninth grade we have a certain subject options so you know we right. can more or less divert into the other fields not just sticking to that uh, the Absolutely. the normal studies so so that you figuring out this in eighth helped you understand in the ninth that you want to choose more into business and so what what are the subjects that you do right now so uh, right now uh, so like we right now what i'm doing is uh, english mathematics uh, i'm doing Uh, science all the three science physics chemistry biology uh, french as a second language because uh, you know always uh, having a second language is 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 always a you know cherry to the cake it's a good thing and yeah. uh, apart from that what i'm do uh, i'm keenly interested in economics uh, and accounts so these are the eight subjects that i'm doing right now and uh, as i advance into my 12th i plan on adding business studies to it very well very well uh, those are the subjects that i fairly did so i i see a lot of synergy there uh, and yeah i i didn't know french but i studied in australia and then i went to france for my masters um so and then i learned a bit of french there or oh, i had to learn a bit of french to get to france i still can't oh, so very well uh, but good luck with your studies uh, good luck with with the examinations that are coming up this year do you think the examinations are going to happen this year i'm pretty sure they're going to happen as much as i hope they don't <laughs> <laughs> because all parents call me and ask me this question saying sir is the examinations going to happen i keep telling them uh, if it does or doesn't uh, it doesn't matter just keep learning every day just learn something new uh, that's, that's you know and good. when it does but i i i really think to all the parents who are watching this uh, with us uh, from my old schools as well uh, examinations will happen is what i believe because if not we will not be able to really mark your sort of evaluate the efficiency of this year so that's that's one of the reasons we will have exams um to look you know out of curiosity so you've been on forbes yes that's right 
uh, what did you do on Forbes? So, uh, okay, so let me let me share with you my experience on Forbes as a whole. So, uh, my so like I had been on the Forbes panel with Mr. Ronnie Screwala, which is an honor itself. And yes. uh, we had a panel discussion with him with uh, other two uh, with other two young uh, you know uh, innovators, uh, but older than me. So I was the youngest over there, and it was it was amazing to be on Forbes. So let me share with you my experience overall. So my uh, experience was you know I in one word I would say it was just extraordinary. And uh, as I mentioned before, so it is it it was it was really an honor to be on the Forbes panel with Mr. Ronnie Screwala. And, uh, you know, having a discussion uh, with, you know, having a panel discussion, which was organized by the most coveted Forbes itself. And uh, the best part, uh, the best part was it was witnessed live by the biggest businessman, industrialist and the most renounced, most renounced personality of the countries of the, of the country uh, itself. So, you know, sitting in front of them and uh, in front of the who's of the who, and it, it was just spectacular. It was amazing. It is also an uh, yeah. So I, just uh, think uh, you know I'm I've worked with with Forbes uh, for one of the interviews that I had there. And it's it's an amazing uh, team they have there, and uh, you know it's it's a beautiful thing. And it's I'm I'm very happy for you. Uh, all these you know talks, these accolades, all that you have, I'm sure will only grow multifold in the years to come. Um, look, before I let you go, right? You are a recipient of the you know, you're a prodigy of the Global Child Prodigy Awards, which is an award, one of its kind in the world, because this is where 100 different kids from across the world are selected for different fields. Uh, you in business, but there are other, yesterday I was talking to somebody in astronomy and astrophysics. And, you know, last week it was about social work. And, you know, how does it feel? Okay, Being so... So, uh, firstly, uh, you know, I would really, really like to say that uh, I would really like to say that this is a really great initiative that is taken by the GCPA team uh, to identify and award young talent from across the world. And I would say it was really an honor to be one of the hundred selected prodigies from across the globe and, uh, you know, be awarded the Global Child Prodigy Award 2020 uh, in the domain of entrepreneurship, as you rightly mentioned. So, uh, like, uh, and I, I really want to say that this award that is, uh, that was held in Delhi, I remember on the 3rd of January, it, yes. it is just an unforgettable experience. Uh, the, the glamour with which it was held and, uh, how well it was organized and especially, you know, the esteemed guests that the GCPA team had also called, uh, like Dr. Kailash Satyatiji and Dr. Kiran Bedi, but, uh, you know, overall, it is it is really uh, an honor to be one of the hundred selected children from across the globe and be and being awarded this award, and uh, and it was overall a wonderful experience with GCP. Is is there anybody interesting you met at GCP, uh, the Global Child Prodigy Awards? Is there anybody interesting that you liked? Well, I think the question is wrong. Uh, you should have asked. Uh, was there anybody not interesting? Because I believe <laughs> there was literally each and every one of them, each and every of those hundred who had something extraordinary that they had done and something really, really, you know, you could, you could sit all day long and listen to what uh, the amazing things that they have done. It was, it was amazing to interact with each and every one of them. And, uh, you know, I interacted with quite a lot uh, from some from India, some from other nations. And uh, as I said, it was a wonderful experience overall. 
Lovely, lovely. Now, this is uh, so nice of you to take the time to be here with us. And I know uh, uh, personally, there's a lot also going there for you. And we Thank really you. value what you just said for all of them. So all the people watching out there, all the parents and the kids, is there anything that you want to tell them, Tilak? Okay, so yes, I think I would like to uh, share with them my, uh, so I would like to share my biggest three learnings of life, uh, which with each and everyone out there. So the first one is failure is not the opposite of success. It is a part of success. After all, fail stands for first attempt in learning. The second one is uh, never, so learning. So the second one is never stop trying, learning or dreaming. Because life, so I define life in one equation. That is X plus X plus X. Yesterday's experience, today's experiment, and tomorrow is expectation. So use your experience in your experiment to reach your expectations. And Love last, that. and the most impactful one on my life is life is a boxing ring. Defeat is not declared when you fall, but when you refuse to rise again. So I think these are the these are the three important learnings of my life, and you know, uh, if it could benefit all of you all in any way, I would be, uh, you know, it would be uh, a pleasure for me. And that is all I wanted to tell each and every each and every budding entrepreneur or each and every personality and every person out there. You're a tremendous young man, Tilak. I I've had a fabulous fabulous talk with you. Um, I see a lot of synergies, and um, you know, uh, because I started fairly young. So I'm, I'm super confident that all that you're doing out there uh, will take you to greater heights and your family will be there for you as they always have been. And I hope our lives uh, cross again someday as, as peers uh, rather than anything as business people as well, I hope to. And I look forward to seeing you uh, whenever the opportunity presents itself. And if you do come down to the South, uh, we run a beautiful school in Uti, uh, do come be our guest. Uh, we'd Definitely. love to have you here, right? So thanks a lot for being a Tilak and for every other viewer out there, uh, the Global Child Prodigy Awards Prodigy Talks will be live on Friday, Saturday and Sunday, every Friday, Saturday and Sunday uh, at 1 p.m. mostly, but based on international participants times, they can vary from 1 to 7 p.m. We look forward to you uh, viewing us. We've had some tremendous viewership. Every uh, talks of us have been viewed a few thousand times already. And uh, we sincerely hope uh, all of you out there benefit from this, benefit from these prodigies. And if you know anybody out there that needs to be recognized and would love to be a part of the Global Child Prodigy Awards, uh, please do shoot us an email with all the details and our panel will look into them because there is a strenuous process before we identify somebody like Tilak as a prodigy. So thanks a lot for watching and uh, we look forward to catching you again. Thank you, Tilak. Thank you.